0: Welcome to the Chicago Parks Project. I'm your fellow audio explorer and host, David McKay. Ever since I moved to Chicago seven years ago, I've always appreciated the love that Chicago has for her green spaces. No matter how much we collectively pave over the prairie and marshes of this lakefront city, there's something about the people of Chicago who need spaces to exist in a more pastoral state. Chicago parks have been the backdrops for many of the most memorable moments of my life. I told my wife I loved her for the first time in Lincoln Park. We shared our first kiss at Jane Addams Memorial Park. My friends and I have lounged on the grass of Oz Park running to get Dairy Queen shortly after and countless times I've escaped my normal day-to-day office work to watch geese at Ward A Montgomery Park. Yet even though these parks are a major part of my story living in the Windy City, I realized that I had barely scratched the surface of what Chicago had to offer. As of the start of this project, the Chicago Park District has 612 unique parks across the city that are open for anyone to enjoy. Chicago is often described as a city of neighborhoods. Even though the downtown might be quiet at night, there's always a little pocket of activity in one of the 77 official community areas in Chicago. These divisions often allow you to find everything you need within just a few blocks, yet I have found that they also make it easy to stay within the confines of an artificially drawn line down streets and boulevards. The purpose of the Chicago Parks Project is to explore these little green spaces across the entire 234 square miles of Chicago to better understand the big city that I call home. We begin our journey in community area number one of Chicago, Rogers Park. The Rogers Park area was developed on what was the convergence of two Native American trails. The Potawatomi and various other regional tribes often settled in Rogers Park from season to season. Two parks within this community area reflect this history. Boundary Park west of Rogers Park and Potawatomi Park near Clark Street and Rogers Avenue. Today, Rogers Park continues to be a place of convergences. The waters of Lake Michigan lap up against the shores of fancy apartment buildings with private beachfronts. Lower and middle income housing exists interspersed between examples of Frank Lloyd Wright masterpieces. As I made my way up to Triangle Park, which makes up part of the northern border of Chicago, I was initially struck at the blandness of this park. Old snow covered the grounds that seemed to be more of a plaza than a park. Granted, it's hard for any green space to shine in the winter, but I struggled to find anything of note as I scanned the grounds. The first major landmark that caught my eye was a long, foreboding wall marking the end of Chicago and the beginning of Calvary Cemetery. I was initially struck by the fact that this structure had been put in place to keep people like me from wandering the grounds. Before public parks were in fashion, graveyards were actually areas that people would use to enjoy the outdoors. It wasn't uncommon for these grounds to be used for picnics and socialization. It wasn't until the Civil War, when death became more of a somber affair in the United States, that graveyards had their separated existence. I found myself peering over the wall to catch a glimpse of the expanse of grave markers and wish that I could hop over just so that I could see what all the fuss was about. But I needed to keep going. And on my return trip, I found a sculpture of a head sticking out of the ground, I chuckled to myself, not missing the similarities to Minos sticking over the border wall and the figure peeking over the grounds of the park. In many ways, this sculpture is what this project is all about. These neighborhoods aren't my home, I'm just a guy with a camera and a recorder barely peeking over the edge of these neighborhoods. All in all, I'm glad that I get to be an observer, if just briefly. I continued on my way through Harold Washington Memorial Park. After an encounter with a strange man who, after seeing me shuffled off to his car and drove away, I decided it would be best to keep moving. My next stop was Rogers Beach Park, the first of three beach parks I explored that day. The temperatures had been below freezing for weeks by that point, and the lake water had frozen into wonderful castles of ice and sand. Having grown up in a much warmer climate, I was amazed at how a beach where six months earlier, people had been playing in the water and laying in the sand could transform into the slippery death trap it had become today. I learned firsthand just how hard falling down can be when there is a slight dampness making everything slick. My thoughts were drawn to the fact that there were these spaces of public enjoyment of the lake nestled into the private properties that dotted the lakeshore. I was a bit envious of the views that the people who lived here must have gotten to enjoy, and also wondered if they were peering out at the big red-haired man making a fool of himself slipping on the ice in the middle of January. After continuing my explorations of Way and Howard Beach parks, I made my way onward to Willie B. White Park. This community center, playground, and football field was completely empty on this cold January Sunday, so I scooted over to a local coffee shop to warm up and think about my time so far. I realized then that the light was starting to fall quickly, so I packed up and made my way to the final destination of the day, Dubkin Playlot Park. The majority of the grounds had been taken up with a community garden, and some additional space for sitting and walking. Though not much to look at against the backdrop of the red line, I couldn't help but notice the words scrawled onto the side of the elevated tracks. I love Rogers Park. The northern part of Rogers Park had presented me with a collection of contrasts. Love and grime, public and private, old and new, in these parks I found a new appreciation for my northern neighbors and the shores they called home. I'm excited for this new year of discovery and exploration. Every week I plan on visiting seven different parks as I make my way through all the different community areas of Chicago. I'm not sure what I'll find at all these parks, but I'm very thankful for a city that makes it possible for me to enjoy all these spaces have to offer. To see pictures of the park and to stay up to date on my progress on the Chicago Parks Project, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Chai Parks Project. That's C-H-I-P-A-R-K-S Project. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chai Parks Project and on Facebook by searching Chicago Parks Project. I'm so excited to share my little journeys with you and really appreciate your support. It would help me a lot for you to head over to iTunes and leave a rating for this show. These ratings help other people discover the project and let me know what you're liking and what you aren't. Next episode, I will be continuing my tour of Rogers Park's beaches, fields, and playgrounds. I hope you can join me. Until then, stay curious and keep exploring.